Hey, greetings folks. Today on the Weekly Kingdom Outlook, we're going to talk about why you need to be Jesus-centric in all your theology. Let's go. Greetings, folks. Glad you are with me. I'm a little late on this week's broadcast. I was down at the river in uh, Tampa Bay with Rodney Hour Brown. Went down there with uh, uh, just a great, great uh, mentor and uh, spiritual mentor in my life, Dan Duke. And and Kiefer uh, Novick came with us. And man, we got so wrecked, so wrecked, so wrecked by the Holy Ghost. And uh, Monday night when I was waiting before the service started and I was just sitting writing down some stuff, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I'm going to share with that. Before I do that, let's talk about locals. I'm going to be getting off of Facebook. So if you are uh, want to keep up with me, there's two ways you're going to be able to do that and pretty much only uh, two or three ways. I'm going to eventually, by the end of this year, be out of Facebook. I am so tired of the Nazism in Facebook that I just want out of it. Uh, so you can go to locals.com, uh, look up thegatechurch.locals.com, you'll find me there. I am going to be posting a lot more videos in the uh, in the free side than I have been because those are on other platforms. But I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be I'm going to use a combination of Rumble and Locals to fill up the free side as well. You'll be able to find this video there and stuff like that. Uh, second, you can go to lewisdcn.com, become a partner there, and get a very good uh, array of videos, which I also do uh, priestly videos. Those are for my partners and stuff like that. So I'll be getting off of Facebook. Uh, I'll probably keep the church up there and the ministry side, but really I am going to move my stuff over to Locals and Rumble because they are the free platforms right now. They're allowing the freedom of speech, and I just don't have time to play this game. Uh, with uh, you know Nazi Zuckerberg and stuff like that, I I posted up there what happened this week. How they I used the word crazy and speaking of uh, a pranks that my uh, father's wife talked about and just jokingly and they said that was somehow uh, against community policy. It was algorithms. They didn't look at it. They don't care. I just personally think you know Facebook should lose all their ad revenue and I'll be happy to. Okay, that's that. That's where you can find me. Go to locals or go to lewisdcn.com and you'll find me there. Of course, the gate uh, churchjacks.com, uh, the gate churchjacks.com, or I'm sorry, the gatejacks.com. I'll put that link below here or that, uh, that the website here so you can find that and you can find our church website there. All right, hallelujah. I'm excited about this one. I, I really am. I, I'll tell you what, um, I just got through uh, shortly uh, this morning. Uh, meeting with a young gentleman and um, praying with him about Jesus, leading him to Christ. Um, and I, I tell you, what, I believe God's doing something in Jacksonville. I, I hope he's doing it where you're at, but he's doing something here. Um, God is moving. God is moving. And, and I hope you can uh, feel the spirit. I hope you can sense what the spirit's doing, because I certainly do. And I'm certainly excited. So I hope you are too. Um, so let's talk about this. I want to talk about why Jesus needs to be centric. It's, I want to just make the statement, only by, through, and with Jesus. Do you ever have access to the Father? That is, look at, that is when you are 
you, when you come to Christ <clears throat> and for always, that our access is always through Jesus. That doesn't mean I only talk to Jesus. It just means that my access is always through Jesus. And I want to talk about how sometimes the church gets away from that. And I, the Lord spoke to me this, and I'm going to say it again, that be careful that sonship, our sonship, does not uh, remove his lordship, Jesus. Because sometimes people are acting like, you know, what Jesus, there's people who don't care what Jesus said, you know, and uh, I, I'm, I'm a believer in God. Well, let me tell you something. I'm going to show you what Jesus said about Jesus and what the word says about Jesus. He is the preeminent. So let's look at some scripture. And, and because there's a danger, there's multiple ways to God. No, there's not. There's only one way. But I want you to remember that worshiping Jesus is key. It is important that you worship the son. Kiss the son, lest he be angry. You know, the scriptures uh, are, are speaking of Jesus. He came to reveal the father. But the way you understand who the father is, is through Jesus Christ. And it's really important that we understand this. All right, let's start with our first scripture, Colossians 1.18. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. Jesus is it, folks. Let me explain something. No matter how spiritual you think you are, it is always Jesus. Remember that, always Jesus. We pray in Jesus' name. Why? Because it is only on the authority, the blood, and and uh, the re and and the fellowship with Jesus. Let me let me let me just take a sidebar note here. The moment you believed in Jesus, you and you gave your life to Him, you were part of His family, and you were now in relationship with Jesus. But relationship is not the same thing as fellowship. I'm in relationship with my wife 24-7. We are in covenant. We are married. But we need the times where we have intimacy and communicate and talk and have fellowship. And those are the times we are together with each other. Okay, so if I'm away for six months, you know, even though we are still in relationship, we haven't had fellowship. And that's why you always got to know that the fellowship, it's not about relationship, as most people say. It's really about the fellowship with Jesus Christ, having fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. So the church sometimes in our worship, in our songs, are getting away from the worship of Jesus, the songs of praise to Jesus. And I've noticed this, and I think that's why the Holy Spirit said something to me about this on Monday night. And so I started paying attention to the songs that Rodney was singing, that Rodney was, uh, the, his team, and 99% of those songs were to Jesus. The, the Father was in there, but it was to Jesus. And what happens to people is they think, well, you know, you know, we're to worship God. No, you worship Jesus because if you worship Jesus, let me tell you the truth. If you worship Jesus, you worship the Father. But you, there are people who try to worship God and ignore the Son. You, you cannot worship Jesus without worshiping the Father because if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Let's get into some other scriptures. Point one I want, I guess I've got four scriptures for you, plus there are so many that deal with this. 
John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, I want you, when you read the, read the New Testament, read all the times it says, if you be in Christ or in Christ, just take notice of how many times all the, remember, all the promises are not yes and amen in God. They're yes and amen in Christ. And you're going to see, you're going to see, and hopefully you'll see this, that this book is about Jesus. It's about Jesus. All right? All right? So I want you to understand that. He is the preeminent. He is the head of all things. Verse 2 that we're going to use, Luke 24, 27. And at the beginning of Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. You know what Jesus did on the road of Emmaus? He started teaching them. I don't think he had a Bible with him. He started talking to them about the scriptures and what that were pointing to him. And if starting at Moses, starting at Genesis, he went all the way through to Malachi. And he showed them all the things that were pertaining to him. See, Jesus doesn't come on the scene in the New Testament. Jesus was there from the beginning. In the beginning, it was the Word. In the beginning, the Word was with him. And the Word was him. He was the Word of God made flesh. And we beheld his glory. Okay? Jesus is there in everything. And you need to worship him. You need to talk to him. You need to fellowship with him. And you need to remember, don't, don't replace it with songs that ignore Jesus. The Father looks for his children and goes, look, those who honor my son honor me. Jesus said this when it came to honor. Him who honors me honors the one who sent me. See, you can't, you, you can't, you, if you dishonor Jesus, you've dishonored the one who sent him. Think about this one. I have sons. If you dishonor my sons, you dishonored me. By the way, if you dishonor me, my sons are going to be upset. Okay? They're going to be upset. I love my family. And we're family. And if you dishonor one of us, you dishonored all of us. I don't tell my kids, hey, but those are my friends. I go, no, no. See, because we honor family. That's why if you honor those around you or you dishonor those around you. That's why gossip's a real big problem, all right? All right, let's take another script. Galatians chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man nor was taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. In other words, what Paul is saying is that the more Jesus was revealed to me, the more I understood the gospel of the kingdom. Because every kingdom looks like its king. Do you know why there is chaos right now in America? Because look at who's in charge. Look at who's in charge. If you want to understand chaos. Enough said on that. Let's take another scripture. <clears throat> Ephesians. 
chapter 1, verse 17 and 18 says this. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. See, it doesn't leave out the Father. He says this, listen. That he may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know the hope. What is the hope of his calling and what are the riches and of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? See, Paul goes, hey, I learned the gospel of the kingdom through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Boy, I hope the Father gives you that spirit of revelation. I hope he gives you that same spirit that you might um, might know. Might know. Listen to this. I just want to read Col Colossians 1 a little bit. Okay, go back to that one. So, and so we could see what Paul is writing. Can I just take a couple more minutes with you? Verse 9, for this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you may work, walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him. You know, this is something that we don't like talking about at church. There's a way to be pleasing and there's a way to be unpleasing. Being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy. And giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. So what kingdom are we in? We're in the kingdom of His Son, and I'm telling you, you better worship the King. In whom we have redemption through His blood for the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by Him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, Visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning of the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. Speaking of Jesus... For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell. And by him, Jesus, to reconcile all things to himself by Jesus, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of the cross of Christ, his cross. And you, who were once alienated enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled. In the body of his flesh, Jesus, through death, to present to you holy, listen, and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. 
It's all Jesus, folks. If you worship Jesus, if it's all Jesus all the time, yes, talk to the Father. But don't go to the Father apart from Jesus. It's always in, with, and by the blood of Christ. It's always with Jesus. It's always through Jesus. It's always by Jesus. I don't have access to the Father even as a child of God. I do not have access to the Father around Jesus. I can only come to Jesus through all time, through the, through the blood of Jesus, through the relationship, the fellowship with Jesus Christ. That's it. It's always for all time. That's it. He is the preeminent. He is the preeminence of all things. And we have to remember that. Amen? Well, God bless you. Find me on the other networks. Go to locals. Go to lewistcn.com. I love you. God bless you. And you have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you.